0: Hi everyone and welcome back to SGTV. So today's episode is something different, it's actually a bit more of an introduction to what we've got to come over the coming weeks. So over the past several months I've been speaking to various sparkies from different parts of the industry, such as agricultural, domestic, commercial, rail, tutoring... Anyone. Anyone we can possibly (laughs) think of. And what better way than to get you guys on, because, I mean... Darren, what's your job title here at at Scott Hold on a minute. I am (laughs) technical, uh, what am I?
1: Technical? Head of. Head of. Yeah, Head of Technical Engagement, that's right. And and what about you, Joe? Technical technical Engagement.
0: Engagement, Okay. But (laughs) in all seriousness, I brought you both on the show because you've you've both had a varied career yourselves and this is the one thing we want to try and get the message across in these videos is once you become qualified, you don't have to just stick with one route Um, and it doesn't matter if you're young and think, oh, this isn't for me, I might try this. Even if you're late in your career and you want to try something different so as I said yeah, I mean we've exactly. got you're going to see the videos we're doing but I thought with you guys we can speak a little bit about some of the different routes you could take
2: yeah I mean I can go first if you want um, yeah. started off as an apprentice went all the way through college um, was doing things like solar pv uh, led lights upgrades from the old fluorescence and then sort of moved away from that and then I don't really know I just Well, mainly you, taught me into (laughs) into doing stuff like this, where we're, you know, speaking to electricians all over the country, uh, reg updates and doing large seminars for anything up to 750 people. So it is very diverse. It takes its own path. You know, sometimes you just have to go with the flow of it, like I did with Darren asking me to join him.
1: I think the basis of that, though, all comes from your fundamental training that all of us do and complete. So we all do that fundamental stuff that that is right at the base of our understanding so we all know ohms law we all do volt drop calculations and stuff like that and we all do the work on the boards Mm -hmm. and then the rigs in the bays and stuff like that so we all start off there and from there it really does open up we've done it before we've spoken to groups of apprentices or career changers about what it means to be an electrician and it never is just it's an It's not just, yeah, it's that not just one-dimensional, is, is, is it? Never is, no, I mean, there's, there's people out there, you see it on the vans, don't you? What's listed on the back of their vans?
2: Domestic, industrial, commercial, yeah. but we sort of say, nowadays, people don't tend to do the, the whole spectrum of the no. domestic, industrial, and commercial. They sort of specialise in one area, and I think yeah. that's changed definitely over the years from what I've seen to people just focusing on one area. Normally because that's what they prefer, or yeah. they're, they're, but they feel more comfortable with that area. And there's nothing
1: wrong with that if you're enjoying no, doing at what at all, you do. Not yeah. at all. And if that's what you're good at, yes, yeah, yeah. stick to it. I mean, an electrician, to say, let's get an electrician off of site who's done lots of three-phase for years and stick him in a domestic job, is going to be out of his depth for the first couple of weeks until he gets up to speed again. Likewise, the other way around, taking someone who's just purely domestic and putting them in a three-phase environment with conduit tray. I mean, yeah. if someone gave me a bit of conduit now, it'd take me a good couple of days to get it used to how you bend it or don't bend it, more than more the point, but um, yeah, it, it's about understanding where you're comfortable, and like I said, on the side of the van, it's very rare you see everyone do everything now, is it?
2: Yeah, and I mean, it's nothing to do with, like so you mentioned fundamentals, everyone's going to have the fundamentals and they will be able to do those jobs in different sections, but as you mentioned, it's getting that up to speed. Um, there's always a quicker way of doing things and, and, you know, making sure that everything's still right in, in that, but, you know. It, it takes a little while to get back in in the flow of certain things when you move around the the sectors.
0: Yeah. And I think one thing that's open minds as well is speaking to various electricians in the industry, all different sections. They all seem to be the kids that were taking toys apart when they were kids. (laughs) They've they've got that practical understanding. And like you say, they're all going to understand their own laws and things like that. And then... Once you once you realise that you do have that practical sort of mentality, you can apply that to so many different parts of the industry. Yeah, um, and, and I know it's not going to be as simple as going
1: from industrial to no, no, but
0: no. you can. It's doable. The it's, basics, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. You,
1: the transferable skills are still there. So, for instance, you may find that you just want to do CCTV. Something that we're very keen on here is CCTV and security part of our business. And that, again, fundamentally will be a Sparks so and the understanding of how you drill holes, how you fix cables, how you route cables as well doesn't matter whether it's a cable to get signal for a ccdv system or for an access system or to get your lights or your sockets or your switch, anything it's about those fundamentals again and once you've got them you can take them with you and diversify your business into anything I mean Jake's path is quite varied I started as an apprentice and electrician and then uh, a contracts manager before then going into education. And then from education, ended up at NIC, EIC in an engineering sector there. Jake came and joined that part of it. And that was all around, again, technical standards and developing standards and helping to deliver that understanding to, as you said, groups yeah. of up to 750. Never in a million years did I ever think being an apprentice electrician, I'd be doing anything that. I think as an, as an apprentice, you just want to be an electrician. Yeah. That's all you've got. you yeah, just got you your head get on You get qualifications yeah, just, and get, just get some money, on. get practical. That's it. I just want to get out there and start earning oh. the money. That's it. Before you, you when you, when
2: Darren first approached me to, to join, I said, no chance. That's my worst nightmare. I said, oh, <laughs> I <laughs> hate standing up in front of people and talking. No, no, now, you, now look what you're That's what I mean. But the, the industry is so diverse. Yeah. You can, you know, yeah. As long as you, you know what you're talking about, Do we? No. No. um, As long as you know what you're talking about, you can pretty much move into a any sector of it.
0: And originally, I mean, when I first came to Skolmore especially, you, you typically think of domestic, commercial, industrial... You know, for me, and then you know, speaking to other people, you don't realize that the the rail system has a different type yeah, of network, yeah, yeah, agricultural, yeah. tutoring, and there's yeah. so many different aspects of it. And you, if you go into your local wholesaler, chances are the salesman or the branch managers they've probably been on the tools themselves. Yeah, and yeah. whether it's a decision later in life, or if they're thinking, okay, there's an opportunity for me here. It's it's so varied. We do talk about that,
1: don't we? we we've, we've mentioned that there are a number of wholesalers out there that are actually actively looking for knowledge, industry knowledge, before they'll even consider you for a position. Yeah. And that's something that people wouldn't even believe. So, do I need to go into education before I need to go into that? And, and what do I need to do? But I think the, fundamentally, the, you've got to get it right at the very beginning, which is that that basic yeah. qualification without that you wouldn't go to any of the others so what i want to
0: ask from there though and this is something we cover a bit more in depth with some of the other sparkies in the different videos we've done but just as a as a prequel to that do you need additional qualifications
2: to go into different sectors i mean there is different courses to to do because there are certain products Let's just use ev for example you know yeah. that that's changed over the last few years and it definitely you do need a, an additional qualification the fundamentals, as we've mentioned already, they stay the same, but there is some sp- specifics uh, that are actually to do with that part. So just using EV as an example. CCTV, fire alarms, again, yeah, those yeah. types of things are, are product specific. Um, there are qualifications or courses, should I say, that you can see. And share. manufacturers like ourselves, offer of those yeah. types of training. Yeah, exactly. we
1: support contractors with that knowledge base. Yeah. So if it's something, an area they want to move into, what we tend to find is, when Jake have done the events across the years, they want to know about it, but they're just scared to take that jump. And actually, when you come to someone like us that offers the training that we do, they think, oh, why well, wasn't I doing it years ago? And that's, that's yeah. and how that's, much does the training cost we offer? From us, I think it's around about uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's, that's another thing. People might <laughs> not realise that We're some of the training yeah, yeah. manufacturers like ourselves offer yeah. is actually free for, for customers.
1: And, and again, it, it, there's no risk then, is there? All of a sudden, you haven't got to invest this lot of money, and then all of a sudden, no, I don't want to do it. Just take that little bit of a jump yeah. and, the, and the risk is really minimum to and a contractor. Talking about training, it's
2: not just that that we look at as well. We will support you throughout the whole journey of the installation and the commission, especially when we look at uh, the products that we do at ESP, especially the design side of things. We'll support you all the way through. So if it is something that people are looking to do, then then they most definitely can uh, put their trust in ESP to, to deliver that for them.
1: I think one thing that Ben mentioned there that is really, really important, New qualifications to your basis, yes, that will happen. We saw a big when PV came in, there was masses of people that went and retrained around PV. We're seeing it now with electric vehicles. We'll see it around battery when battery technology comes in as well. There'll be lots of training there. But also there's the need to update your knowledge and understanding. Our regulations change every three years and there is that need to go back and sit, maybe an online course or a seminar or something, just to keep yourself abreast of what's okay, going on. You can up. never so, stop learning, can no, you? CPD, I, we've done one of these as well with, with you guys about looking at CPD, and it's so important for our industry and for the people Within it, that want to go on and be better, just to keep CPD going.
0: And these training courses, are, I mean, when you're when you're initially starting out, on your apprenticeship or whichever route you go to, yep. it can take years. You know, yeah. it's, it's years yeah. of education. But yeah. these sort of upgrading qualifications going into the different routes they're not years are they you're talking no. days weeks maybe months
1: or hours some of it or is hours, hours online yeah. you can do it online and break it down to monday night i'll do two hours another two another night and stuff like that so it could be hours worth just keep your knowledge where it needs to be um for instance we've got courses that are up they literally are only an hour long so for people to sit and review and absorb and, and do those so it, again it's a, it's constant rather yeah. than literally just waiting and doing a big lot of learning every, once every three years, I'd knock that on the head and just do lots of little ones yeah. throughout the, the, the three years and, and, and do it that way. And
0: you've made a good point talking about EV. That's relatively new. And that's just one thing. You're yeah. talking new heating systems amongst God yeah. knows however many new technologies that are gonna be coming into the industry, yeah. which is all opportunity. Yeah. So like you so say, once you've got that initial qualification, it doesn't stop there. And right. you probably won't know where it's gonna stop
1: no, no, in- no. I mean, we, we look at the regulations for our main guidance of where the industry's going, and we know that that's changed, and there's going to be a new part eight, it's believed, and part eight will be looking at energy efficiency and. Battery technology and how you can generate it on your roof and use it in your batteries and lose it later yeah, I want on. Want
0: Jack to come ram on and sort of that. I've been hinting at him, but like,
1: <laughs> and you, you're right there. Boiling systems—they're going to go, yeah, aren't they? heating systems—that's the we're next big one. Yeah, I think. we're going to get rid of our gas/guzzling boilers and we're going to start replacing with nice new electric ones. And this is everything that we've got to embrace. If you don't embrace it, you're going to get left behind. that's what we're we're trying to do i
2: think you've probably found that as well speaking to most of the contracts that you spoke to within their individual sectors there's always something that's new so they have to embrace it especially if they're specializing in something they can't then just you know they've they've obviously put a lot of money into that specific area they can't then just turn around and go actually because that's changing i don't want to keep up with the times they have to keep up with the times otherwise like darren said they're going to be can be left
0: behind. And the thing is, it's, it's not a chore. I mean, if you're, if you're in the industry, you're probably in it because you like it. Yeah. And if you're going down a specific route, such as EV or whatever it is, you're probably doing that because you like yeah. it. So yeah, you yeah. might find doing this kind of training is something that's sparking your interest and keeping you enthusiastic about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we see a lot in our industry, we're quite geeky, aren't we? <laughs> you are. <laughs> and we tend to be early adopters of technology. So when new stuff comes in, like a new electric vehicle or new battery technology, for battery storage, you will find there will be a, it will attract itself to a number of us. And we'll install it in our own installations before we install it in our customers. Yeah. And that's what we tend to do as electricians. We tend to have it on our own house first yeah, before yeah. anyone else is.
0: Another thing I wanted to ask, uh, I mean, we spoke about various routes from the offset. You know, uh, we spoke about the new technologies, how that can impact where you might go. But let's say for an example, you've been a domestic or industrial installer for 30, 40 years and you just can't take it anymore and i mean that in the nicest possible <laughs> you're way a because man. yeah it is yeah. a, physic- it is a physical. it, yeah, it is a physical job in these you might go your back yeah. might go yeah. and for some people they might be worried they might be thinking where do i go from here i've got a family to support a mortgage mm, yeah, to yeah. pay yeah. i can't physically do this job so yeah.
2: what sort of options would well, there you- be First off, you can go into wholesaling. We've spoken about that yeah. already. Yeah. So that's an, that's an option. You could then go into uh, management. So you can move up and go away from the tools and look after and supervise guys. You could probably go to being a surveyor uh, for jobs. You could go to um,
1: what's the other one? Design's Design is another, one. That's the one, Design's I'm another of. one we can move into. Design. One thing I will say is we, we see an awful lot of of, of the guys, they, they want to aspire to running their own business. and They've done the electrical qualification, the apprenticeship, finished that, they've been out of the tools for a number of years, and now they want to go it alone. And all of a sudden, overnight, what they don't realise is they've just become the director of finance, the director of sales, the director of HR, and all of these now are on them. And they think, no, I'm just a good electrician. So there is that other need to upskill in those other areas, or you'll get found out, and... You don't want really to get found out when it goes wrong, because it's yeah. health it's and safety. It's on your head then yeah, as well. Yeah, and, and they'll say, it's your health and safety, you're responsible, and again, it's just about knowing where the risks are, and just, just doing the training that's out there, and a lot of it's free, a lot of it's free and available, that training, so there's loads of things to consider if you are going it alone, but the rewards can be pretty good if you get it right.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you never know, you might, be the, you might be the business that is the first on the on the scene to be doing whatever yeah, new yeah. tech or whatever's next whatever's yeah it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and battery technology for us, that's, that's what we're waiting for, isn't it? That, that battery technology is going to be the thing that changes everything. If they can crack battery technology, everyone's going to be on an electric vehicle, everyone's going to be storing it in their own home, everyone's going to be using it differently, and then lights will be DC lights, won't they? They won't be AC lights anymore, we'll have DC switches and all sorts, so it is going to be massive if they can crack the technology. Yeah.
2: I mean, they are starting to do it with, some of them, you know, Tesla, for example, they've got a power wall that they call yeah. it. So there are they are being fitted out throughout the system, throughout the grid. Um, but it's not readily available. It's not like you're, you know, turning a light switch on every day. It's not yeah, just that. It's, av- it's not no. available yet.
1: No, it's not. it's not as readily accessible. But it is there, and there are some early adopters that are embracing it and, and running with it. So it's. Close, but just not there yet.
2: But just going back to your question, there's there's still a lot of scope within the industry in terms of jobs um, that you can do that are not on the tools, um, and it's entirely down to the person to decide again where they want to go, whether they're interested in sort of the surveying side of things or whether they're more about the test certificates, because you know, there could be a QS that goes in the office and goes round from site to site. So there's plenty of jobs to move away from if you don't want to be on the tools or you can't be on the tools anymore. It's just Picking that path again, and sometimes you know, you might look at a, a list of jobs that come up on a job site, and then you go, Well, wow, that looks pretty good, I'll have a look at that. And then you, you go into it, and all of a sudden, you think, mm, It's not for me, try something else. But there is always that option to go around and move from you know, from being the side of testing and the QS to the surveying side or the pricing of jobs. Yeah, you tend you know, to get the cleaner jobs, didn't you? Yeah. The, the cleaner yeah. jobs. And, and it'd be perfect for you.
0: I mean, before this episode, you told me you've got physio this afternoon, <laughs> yeah. so...
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm always in physio, I'm a broken yeah. man. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I mean, I hope that gives our audience a bit of an insight into what they've got to see coming up on our show and just in general about what they can do in their career. Um, we're going to show you a clip now from... The footage we've been collecting over the past few months so this is something you can keep in store for, for next time.
2: Hey guys I'm Graham Anslow and I'm an agricultural electrician. The farmers do very long hours and they can be up from half three four in the morning so if they see you there at nine ten o'clock in the morning <laughs> they're having their breakfast then so they think you're um Doing half a day. If it's a call out, you know, you, you'll be there and obviously, you know, the RCD's gone off for, for whatever reason. And if it's a milking parlour, there's a lot of water, they're jet washing everything down. So you, you've got to isolate everything and get to the problem. Being an agricultural electrician, it's tough. You know, you've just got to get in there with your wellies and, and just accept that you're going to get muck on your hands and muck on your boots and ladders and everything.
0: Hi, my name's Rob Merrillies. I am a qualified electrician and now working in the events industry. I've been really, really lucky. I've got to travel the world,
1: really. I've been to some great places. I've been to some horrible places, but everything has been an experience.
0: I've been lucky enough. I've done four Olympic Games, three summer, one winter. I've been involved in concerts, festivals. If you have an interest in events and an interest in like lighting or even like rigging or video even, yeah, try and follow your dreams. You've got nothing to lose because at the end of the day, you've got that piece of paper to say that you're
1: an electrician.
0: Hi, my name's Antoni. I'm a fire alarm and security installer. My company is ALO Electrical and Security. I'm SSIB registered for door access, CCTV and intruder. It's mostly the intruder that has most
1: of the regulations. There are loads of regulations for everything else. If you go to a fire alarm system that you've never seen before, if you was looking into fire, the best advice I would say is try and get a fire alarm apprenticeship. Because Once you've got those three to four years of experience, you can pretty much go anywhere. You can go and join a company, 40 grand a year, 50 grand a year. The best part of my job is I get to go to see so many different types of companies. It's one of those jobs where it's different. Every single day. Hi, I'm Stephanie and I'm a domestic installer. I am housing association so general day to day it's repairs I do a board change sometimes rewires it's quite varied generally it's just like socket changes light switch changes pendant changes it's just little jobs like that domestic is a whole nother world yeah you know how to do it on paper but going out and doing it especially when it's an occupied property it's not a blank canvas I think you still need that experience within the field don't be afraid to take a chance take it in your stride and do what you you want to do and just go for it. Yeah, I'm Mark Reeves. I'm a director of Reeves Associates. We're ME building services consultants. For me as a director, we've probably got around about 10, 15 projects at the moment. So a lot of it is really is answering day-to-day emails. I'm speaking to all those individuals. It's good and it's rewarding. And as you say, you, you get involved in different sectors. You've got a bit of everything. You're doing design meetings, site supervision, or even condition surveys. So you're doing a complete mixture, basically. And and that's where I think the learning is, doing different style of projects.
2: Yeah, so my company's called uh, UKS Rail. It could be anything from emergency light testing to maintaining distribution boards and greasing up switchgear to installing lighting schemes, platform lighting, concourse lighting on the big major stations to EICRs and carrying them out. Some of the EICRs we do are non-stop for six months, six, seven, eight months on just one EICR. These places are so vast. At 2010, I started my own company and gave it a go on myself. So yeah, since then, I've been strength to strength. It's a great industry to be in. So I'm
1: currently teaching at Chelmsford College in Essex the levels we teach is levels 1 to 3 the level 3 is predominantly apprentices but we also teach level 2 and level 3 evening classes for ladies and gentlemen who are more mature and want to come in from different pathways different routes career paths etc and to go on to be a qualified competent electrician if you want to change your career then then go for it come and see us if you want to change your career path it is a tough career to be in you've got to be one step ahead of those learners my name's Mike I'm 24 I've been an electrician for almost nine years work in all sectors commercial industrial and domestic and now I find myself uh, working for a firm that does it all basically but I primarily do the commercial and industrial stuff for our firm most industrial installs are just their three-phase installations just because of the amount of power and the equipment
2: that you're going to be using. find a good company to work for and invest in them and they
1: will invest with you and go back to competence know what you know and know what you don't know and I think people will only respect you for that
0: Manners. I'm from Leicester College. We cover a, a range from level ones to level threes, large apprenticeship co-op, adult evenings, teen to six. There. It's definitely stability. It's a journey. It's like starting as an apprentice again. You start you don't start off on the top scale until you've achieved your teaching qualification, which is supported with it's hard. But it's very, very rewarding when these students grow up and mature and they don't forget a good teacher. They keep in contact. So anyway, guys, I want to thank you both for helping me on the show today. It's always a pleasure to have you on. You've got plenty of you've got more knowledge on this sort of thing than me. I um, <laughs> there, there was something about CPD we want to talk about as well.
1: Well, we, we've mentioned CPD again today, but. I think CPD is going to become more and more, isn't it, Jake? Especially for those that are registered with a competent person scheme. Yeah,
2: so if you're registered with uh, Alexa, NIC, NAPIT or Stroma, whoever it may be, um, there's a requirement now under the EAS that requires contractors to do 30-plus hours uh, of CPD. Now, how they do that is, um, you know, they could be reading uh, an industry magazine or they could be um, looking through technical articles within that magazine. They need to document that and then from that point there, The assessors will will look at that and say, yes, you've done your required hours. Or you could do some sort of training course um, that's free of charge. Uh, Something that
1: we've got. So you could could do that. So we're going to have lots of stuff ready for the contractor to absorb later on in the year. So there's going to be a place to go to on our website where you can learn with us. Or webinars or SGTV. SGTV,
2: something like the, what you've been doing, Ben, look, you know, just looking at the industry and seeing what people are talking about, again, that counts as, as CPD. don't mm. always need a certificate no. for it to count as CPD, which a lot of people have this misconception that well, I need a certificate. You don't, as long as you're documenting it for yes, the assessor yeah. to see when they're coming around doing your assessment, uh, you know, that stacks up as well. And is that active now or is that coming that in? That is active. That That's was active from of, okay. of last September that came in. Okay. Um, a few people are still catching up with the times because they probably haven't had
1: their assessments yet and have not the, been yeah. told. That. Yeah, that's the big thing is about yeah. the assessor when he comes around and asks for it. If it's the first time you've seen him since last September, it may be the first you're hearing yeah. about it. But we've got lots available for the contractor if they want it.
0: Yeah. Okay, I want to thank you guys again. Thank you for watching. Please make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification button below and we'll see you next time.